few recent stories are making me wonder if there's a limit to what some courts and even some academics can stomach. For the Colson Center, I'm John Stone Street. This is Breakpoint. Nothing describes the social pressure to conform better than Hans Christian Andersen's parable, The Emperor's New Clothes. Do you remember it? An emperor hires two weavers who claim that they can make a garment so fine it's only visible to the very wise. Of course, they end up not making any clothes at all. They pocket the emperor's money and send him on a procession throughout the city naked. No one, not even the emperor himself, is willing to say anything. They think that if they do, it means they're fools. Only a child is willing to shout out, The Emperor is Naked. Look, each week I come across a headline that makes me think, finally, this has got to be our naked emperor moment. Somebody's got to call this out. Last week, for instance, the spokeswoman for a British doula association was forced to resign after reminding her social media followers that people who have wombs are women. Commenting on a health awareness campaign that encouraged everyone aged 25 to 64 with a cervix to get screened for cancer, the longtime birth coach wrote, I'm not a cervix owner, I'm a woman, an adult human female. Well, in response, angry transgender activists barraged Doula UK with complaints, ultimately driving someone willing to say the obvious out of her job. Honestly, I just cannot imagine that the majority of people really want to live in a world where birth coaches aren't allowed to call women women. In fact, it may be that we're ready to put at least some limits on the men who demand all the rights and privileges of women. For example, a biological man who filed complaints against Vancouver beauty salons because they wouldn't wax his private area was just told by a Canadian court he doesn't have a right to force female beauticians to touch him. And then there's an ongoing custody battle over a seven-year-old Texas boy whose mother is convinced he's really a she and therefore should dress, live, and medically transition into girlhood. Since we last talked about this story on Breakpoint this week, a Dallas judge has refused to grant the mother sole custody, which is a big improvement over what the jury had recommended. And resistance is also growing in the academy. A recent essay at the American Mind describes how a growing group of radical feminists are bravely taking on the demands of transgender activists. Apparently, they've realized that their very existence as women is threatened by increasingly unrealistic demands. Now, in response, they've earned a derogatory nickname, TERFs, which stands for Trans-Exclusionary Radical Feminist. Camille Paglia, hard-left feminist lesbian professor, has been mercilessly attacked for refusing to accept the claim that men who feel like women really are women. Paglia and other gender-critical feminists think there's something essential to biological womanhood that no man could ever appropriate, claim, or understand, no matter how much makeup, hormone therapy, or surgery he endures. As she told the Weekly Standard in 2017, the cold biological truth is sex changes are impossible. Every single cell of the human body remains coded with one's birth gender for life. That sounds an awful lot like something a conservative Christian would say. Look, the very fact that we now find ourselves as Christians lining up with radical feminists makes me wonder if we are, in fact, approaching a turning point. After all, the stakes are only getting higher. Sports championships that belong to women are already being given to men. Will scholarships designated for women be taken by men? And what will happen when a federal small business grant program for women entrepreneurs is claimed by a man? Or when women no longer are able to represent their country in the Olympics because men have claimed all of the spots on their team. Look, we'll see whether there's a limit to what people will sit back and take. I suspect that there is. After all, the emperor just can't walk around naked forever. Now, on another note, we're nearing the end of the year. And if you value the daily dose of sanity that you get from Breakpoint each and every day, please 
Would you make your year-end gift at breakpoint.org slash podcast? We'll put the link in the show resources. Again, it's breakpoint.org slash podcast. Your gift will help us raise the $475,000 we need to start next year strong and to give even more Christians the clarity, the confidence, and the courage they need to serve God in this cultural moment. Again, you can make your gift at breakpoint.org slash podcast. For Breakpoint, I'm John Stone Street.